Hi, I'm Corey Litzenberger from CGLTax.ca, and this is Brainstorming Plus Tax. In this episode of Brainstorming Plus Tax, I wanted to take a step back into something that I think is commonly misunderstood, and that is transactions involving a foreign currency. Now, in Canada, the most common foreign currency we see for small business is U.S. dollars. And however, even though many bookkeepers and small business owners may try to do it themselves, I'm sad to say that many of them don't know what they just got themselves into. To put it in perspective, advanced financial accounting, in other words, the fourth year of an accounting degree, is where many chartered professional accountants dealt with foreign currency transactions for balance sheet and income statement reporting purposes. The timing of these transactions and the accuracy of exchange rates for these transactions is very critical. You can't cut corners here. Now let's take a simple example first. If I sell an item for 1,000 US dollars and the purchaser pays me 1,000 US dollars at the same time, is there a foreign exchange gain or loss? The answer is no. The 1,000 US dollars that the purchaser gave me was worth 1,000 US dollars that I charged them. Now, if we converted this transaction into Canadian, do we have a foreign exchange gain or loss? The answer is still no. Assuming a 1.3 exchange rate, the 1,000 US dollars that I asked for was worth 1,300 Canadian. The 1,000 US dollars they gave me was also worth 1,300 Canadian. There is no gain or loss. We exchanged equal amounts in value, even though one was an apple and the other was an orange. They were both fruit. My bookkeeping should show this. Assuming the rate was 1.3, this means that every US dollar was equal to a dollar and 30 cents Canadian. Now I would show $1,300 Canadian of income for selling the item, and I received 1300 Canadian back. The value did not change. You would record this in the books as a thousand US dollars at the rate of 1.3, or if your books are doing it in the inverse, 0.76923, converting from US to Canadian. So a thousand US dollars equals 1300 Canadian. What does this look like in bookkeeping? Step one. We would have a debit to our accounts receivable of 1,000 US equaling 1,300 Canadian. We have a credit in our sales of 1,000 US equaling 1,300 Canadian. Then upon receiving the cash, we would have debit US cash 1,000 equal to 1,300 Canadian. Credit accounts receivable of 1,000 US equal to 1,300 Canadian. There again is no foreign exchange gain or loss. Where we see the issue is when there's a difference in timing or a misclassification of account currencies. For example, it is common for a business to open up a US dollar bank account in the event that they are receiving money in US currency. On the face of it, this may seem that you are actually making the bookkeeping easier but in reality, nothing has changed. You still have to track the foreign exchange rates in both the time of the transaction, the time of receipt, and any subsequent conversions. Let me walk through that example again, but this time I'm going to 
throw a common error into the mix. So I sell something for a thousand US dollars and I record it as 1300 Canadian. My accounts receivable says 1300 Canadian is what is due to me. However, when the customer pays me the 1000 US dollars and I deposit it into the US dollar account, I only debit $1,000 into my transaction, credit accounts receivable for $1,300. Now, where do I put the other $300? Commonly, we see the error that this $300 goes into foreign exchange gain or loss, which would be, in this case, an expense. But as we've shown you earlier, this is not a gain or loss. There is no change in the actual transaction that would require a gain or loss calculation. So when does exchange gain or loss actually happen? Well, it happens when there is a timing difference from the time a transaction has occurred to the timing when something has been received. So using the same example, if I have a item that is a thousand US dollars and that exchange rate on the date that I do my invoice is worth 1300 Canadian, I will have in my bookkeeping sales $1,300 and receivables of $1,300. Now, if he pays me next week and the rate has changed to where one US dollar is equal to a dollar 25 Canadian, then when he pays me the 1,000 US dollars, I am only receiving 1,250 Canadian because the rate has changed. He's still paying the invoice that I gave him. He's still showing that I gave him an invoice for a thousand US dollars and he's paying me in a thousand US dollars. So there's no bad debt. He's paid his amount in full, but I had exposure to the foreign currency fluctuations. And so I had a risk element born in that. When he paid me the thousand dollars, the currency had gone down in value. So it actually was worth less Canadian than before which means I received 1,250 instead of 1,300. So when I deposit into the bank, it's only going to show me that I basically have $1,250 of value going into that bank. But my accounts receivable has been paid in full, so I have to pull out the full 1,300. The variance is $50, and that becomes my foreign exchange loss. This happens because of the timing difference between the exchange rate when I issued the invoice compared to the exchange rate when I received the funds. Now that it's inside a U.S. bank account, I may have another concern, so I have to track this even further. The money went into the U.S. account at $1,000 U.S. It went in there when the rate was 1.25, which means 1250 Canadian. Eventually, I'm going to do something with that cash, whether I buy something from the U.S. and use U.S. funds, or buy something in Canada and have to convert it. When that transaction occurs, I have to look then at the rate again. I have to say, okay, I'm buying a $1,000 item from the United States at this time. I have a $1,000 in U.S. currency, so I can make that transaction happen with no gain or loss today, right? Wrong. Because the $1,000 currency you received is currently worth $1,250. We still have to look at the date of this new transaction. 
And if the exchange rate at this new transaction is now back to the 1300 or the 1 1.3 exchange rate, I now have a transaction that is a gain. So I am using currency that I received when the exchange was at 1.25 and I'm buying something with that currency when the exchange is at 1.3, which means I actually have a foreign exchange gain on that transaction because there was a difference between when I received the U.S. currency to when I used the U.S. currency. And so now that $50 gain also goes into my records. So this is how it can get confusing. You now have a $50 loss and a $50 gain, which in theory offsets, but that's because those are the examples I've used. But you can see how a simple $1,000 U.S. transaction that is paid in U.S. funds, received in U.S. funds, and then that money is used to buy something else from the U.S., how the exchange rates must be flowed all the way through continually and being recalculated on a continual basis as to what the actual value of something you are holding is in that foreign currency bank account. This is where the problems can lie, because if I went the other way, let's say in that last transaction, the rate didn't go back up to 1.3, but went down to 1.2. All we've seen in U.S. currency is a thousand going in and out and in and out. But the timing of those transactions is what's changed the foreign exchange gain or loss. We had a thousand dollars going into the bank worth 1250 when it should have been 1300. And so we had a loss of $50, but we're still sitting on a thousand US dollars in our currency bank account. We then buy something at 1.2, which means it's worth 1200 Canadian, but the US dollar sitting in my bank account was worth 1250 when it went in there. That means now I've recognized another $50 exchange loss. So even with the thousand dollars going back and forth and back and forth, I've actually gone down in value by a hundred dollars on foreign exchange. You can see how it got complicated because you're saying, wait a minute, at the very beginning, you told me a thousand for a thousand the same time isn't causing any issues. And that is correct. However, you have to flow through the currency all the way through to see if there is a different valuation than the item you are exchanging for. If this transaction is the first foreign currency related transaction, there won't be a gain or loss. But as subsequent transactions occur, if you are still using a foreign currency all the way through all of those transactions, you have to revalue at every transaction point. The only time the valuation will stop is when everything stops being in a foreign currency. In other words, there is no U.S. dollars held by you. There are no invoices or payables outstanding in U.S. dollars for your company. And everything has been converted to Canadian. At that point, you can reset the clock, so to speak, because all foreign exchange gains and losses have been recognized. And you would start over with the very first transaction having no foreign exchange gain or loss until the process is complete. Long story short, foreign currency transactions should not be taken lightly because in one case, we had a loss that wasn't really a loss that because of a bookkeeping error, and so we have a tax problem with that. In another case, we had the exchange of the same currency back and forth and back and forth, and it was a loss. So we need to make sure that these transactions are very accurate.
I highly recommend if you're going to get into foreign currency transactions, get someone to double check that first month of transactions because once you get going, it's going to be very hard to fix it later. And with that, for CGL Strategic Business and Tax Advisors, I'm Corey Litzenberger. Thanks for listening.